0: Be following Willie more and more. Oh no! Back in the NRL. There's Willie Matt. Must have how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame.
1: I'm a 25-minute man. Oh you got skill, son!
0: Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for that. Welcome to episode number 25. It's getting down to the business end, William. It's the take with Willie and Ian, the take season three, episode mm. 25. 25, oh. Eh? 25. William, Been it's, good. Uh, it's exciting, isn't it, this time of year? The sun's out again. Fuck, yeah.
1: I, El Nino again, La Nina. I just saw on the news that we're going to cop that again for yeah, the Nina's, third year in
0: a row. Nina's going to rain all over us again.
1: I, so there's no more, there's not, there's not another summer spot? We're never,
0: ever having summer ever again. It's just rain
1: forever. So you're never going to be as brown as me? Probably that is, <laughs> <laughs> regardless of weather, William. That regardless, is regardless of weather. But that, that's probably a bit of a downer on the summer, but... um. Yeah, I can't complain, man. Everything's all good. Um, Finn had his first game of um, cricket
0: on Sunday. And right. I went down there and I drove because high range mm. had to leave the house at <laughs> quarter to eight, and uh, and it was good because we bought the. It's different from footy because I'm not involved in his rep cricket. I got no not, no role, mm. so we backed the car up down at St George, nice little oval, Gannon's oval down there. Yeah, and then just backed the car up, put the back seat down, and I went to sleep
1: for about four hours. <laughs> It was good. <laughs> That's a great weekend. I'm pretty sure Finn did well. I didn't do anything. I think I, I did that little bit of work for the tab. It was good on, on that Sunday. What a cracking day. Oh, did you
0: go again, did you?
1: Yeah. So I, um, it was the before and after. So I was out there at around about probably one thirty two. Pado Inn, Light Brigade, um, the Olympic. Shout out to Wano, the owner of that joint. He's a Newcastle man. All these other pubs. And then just getting like uh the, just the crowd, you know, like just interviewing some of the crowd coming into the game. And then... We went and watched the game at the Olympic. We had tickets to actually watch the game. I'm like, fuck that. I'd rather just go watch it at a pub. Yeah. There was a bit of a zoo in there. Um, so we just watched it at the Olympic, had a couple of beers, and then just by the, about five minutes before we went across the road again and then interviewed all, you know, the drunk hooligans that fucking come out of that game. Oh, it was it fucking like middle earth. It was middle earth. It was good. That, you know, the emotions were real. You know, like people ex, you know accepted that it was a great game, but, you know, the refereeing decisions... Didn't really help if you're a Roosters fans, you know. Just some of this, you know. You just want a fair game at the end of the day, don't you? And you'll we'll, are we'll talk about that a bit later. But um, you're going
0: up to watch the uh, the world's most important fight where Paul Gallen's
1: fighting two blokes in one night. Yeah, it's good. It should that should be fun. It should be a spectacle. I sort of just want to watch it because it's going to be funny watching Gal fight two blokes and probably punch the piss out of both of them. He's going to flog them both. I don't think they understand how good Gal is. He's like, there's 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 levels. There's levels to shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I love all three of them. Massive respect for Hojo, Like, good friend, good mates with uh, Benny Hennet, and good friends with Gal. But I just know Gal can fight. Gal's tested. He's fucking fought like. Justice Hooney, that dude's a machine. He's been doing this for three he's or four years. He's been doing this for three or, or four years. He's been fighting about five fights. So he's tested. Have a look at the rig on him. He's 41 years old. He looks like he's in his twenties. You know, he, other blokes, you know, you look at Benny Hannett and Hodjo. I don't think they take it that serious. I think it's at the end of the day, it's all about it's a pay, that pay. paper. It's a pay It's pay. about it's about the paper, really, isn't it? And and Gal's going to get plenty of it. He's no limits. Cash cow, pretty much. Well, he put him on the map. And the other yeah. thing as well, really. Georgie Rhodes. Georgie Rhodes and No Limits. Shout out to you boys. He's doing some good things, you know. They're, they're, they've really done some good stuff. Georgie Rhodes is a good man. I love how it gets to,
0: like, the day before the fight or two days before the fight, and then they have to have a press conference where, like, something run, happens. Run at me. Do you know what I mean? They like, have to do something, don't they? <laughs> I well, just. How do you reckon the
1: boxes? Like we we train with Trent Langlands, who is hey, one I of the shout gators. out to Chang. I think he just got back from his little hiatus overseas for about twelve days. Um, he would have I been saw a- the great Ian Byrne, my man here, at the session this morning. I don't know how you do. I mean, I've done the five o'clock session like maybe three times. That was because I, I had like a seven o'clock flight. You're fucking rolling up there just because. Just cause. I know. I did the six thirty one. It's pretty early for me. Oh, you could, you, but you're up anyway. It's, I know. I just don't choose to do that. That is too early. I'll go home. It's still, it's only six (laughs) o'clock. I mean, I've had a very like busy morning, hence why I did train at 6.30. Yeah. You know, but like you, on the other hand, sneak into Maroubra. That's a bit too far from here.
0: (laughs) I love Maroubra. It's a good session there. It's a great session.
1: I'll tell you what was funny too. So
0: last week on Instagram, um, I was wearing the. I had the shorts on last week,
1: <laughs> and I was <laughs> whip it. Danny, sorry. Oh, sorry. To cut in. The DMs. Can you tell Ian Byrne to put some fucking long pants on? Yeah, I know. He's rolling with shorts last week. If you have a look at that show last week. I mean, I, I don't. I don't care what he wears. Was a fair leg? But bro. it was, well, you don't it was have a to look proper. But <laughs> I saw the photo when we did it. We, you know, we send a lot of uh, stuff out on our. On um, posted on Instagram and stuff, I was like, "Yeah, that that was short." I almost there uh, wasn't there was, it a little, there, was <laughs> <laughs> there was almost an agate popping
0: out the bottom of one of them. And oh. I think the bloke who got on Instagram and said, "If you don't shut your legs, I'm going to feel sick." I reckon he must have had a voodoo doll, and he stuck something straight up my blurter because I got the biggest hemorrhoid of all time. <laughs> so I've got the long pants. <laughs> there you go, people. That. I thought this was going to be private. No, no, nah, there's out nothing there now. Nothing's private. All right. Well, let's let's talk about. Um, the game, obviously the game that created so much talk over the weekend and, and out of the four games, there were some really good games of footy and they've just been forgotten about because of the way that this roosters Rabbitohs game ended up sort of playing itself out. Yeah. From my perspective, I know this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but I don't actually blame the ref for that because at the end of the day, he's got a job to do. He's working in a framework. You've got, what, three head-eye tackles, at four head-eye tackles. You've got... Victor Radley technically threw a punch, worst punch I've ever seen on a football field mm-hmm. for a sim binning. That was probably a bit weak, but technically thrown won. I don't see that Klein had much choice but to send people off or to send no one off. And if you send no one off, he gets hammered because it's the reverse. Right. So from my perspective, the problem not doesn't lie with the ref, the problem lies with the game. That that's the way I'm looking at it. Like
1: the game or the way the game The way is the game
0: is being, is being officiated now in terms of Well then you if, gotta
1: blame the refs then.
0: No, but it's
1: not the ref you like, mean the the game is the the as game a whole as the, whole, a the whole. NRL?
0: The NRL okay. who are making the decisions. Mm. You go if there's contact with the head you're off for 10 minutes in the semi. And they made that rule. Remember Magic Round? Mm-hmm. It's just that it's magnified because it's a semi. In Magic Round, when they brought that rule in last year, there was 526 blokes got sent off. Mm. And so it's just so happened that in a game where there's that much feeling and blokes are coming off the line quick, you know, like trying to to, to get their foresight on the front foot and they're getting things wrong. Like Tane Milne, he, he jumped and he got him fair in the head. You can't not send a bloke off when you've already... The only one he missed was the Tedesco one, where Burgess put Tedesco's head into, you know, yeah. round f- into round six next year, <laughs> and yeah. that obviously changed the game. Yep, but
1: I I'll try and flip your mind a little bit because I blame the refs because the refs should have full control over the game, um, be consistent with everything all year, all the time, twenty four seven. So when you do see a game like this, it doesn't look like we just have to talk about this game all the time. Yeah. So if you officiate the game properly. Just say, if, if they grab, just say Victor Radley in that first little bit. And it's the way that, that the referees talk to players as well. Talk to them like men. Don't talk to us like fucking kids. Um, I think if they had to grab Victor Radley, come to everyone, all the captains, Victor Radley come here, you come here, coming together. Look, I know it's an aggressive game. I know what's on the line. You don't want to blow up for the rest of the season. Keep your heads in. One more high shot, someone's getting sent off. Yeah. End of story. End of story. Play the game aggressive but just make sure there's repercussions to your actions. If you want to fucking do that, I'm going to send you for 10 or I'm going to send you off. So let's the game go. Tom Burgess does that thing to Tedesco. That is a send off or 10 minutes in the bin. What do you think going to happen if you're a fucking middle player, me being an ex middle player, looking up, knowing my fullbacks in fucking HIA protocol because he hit him, he didn't get no, there was no repercussions for him. Guess what? I'm going to take it in my own hands mm. because you didn't do it. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You got grown-ass men. This is a grown-ass man game. You want to do? If you don't want to do, you don't, You don't. You don't want to send Tom Burgess off. I'm fucking gonna do something myself. What do you think Hargraves and Victor Radley are? They're oh, fucking sure. grown-ass men and they do that shit. Everything's on the line. Your whole fucking season, your whole season, season, pre-seasons, you think about that. The whole body of work that you put in is all in that 80 minutes of football. You've only got 80 minutes of football left. And the ref doesn't make the right decision, then you go, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. Then they, they wouldn't have stopped and they wouldn't have rested easy until Tom Burgess cops something. Yeah, That's how players think. Understand that. If you're a ref, you should understand that. Okay, I had a look at the replay. Boom, straight in the head. Teddy's off. Well, you're going for 10 as well. Yeah. End of that. So Tom's off for that bit. They're not going to be um, hell-bent on trying to end Tom Burgess's night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's where I say the refs sh- need to handle their shit better. Totola got sent off twice. No, no they're not sent. They're, they're not 10 minutes in the bin. Victor Radley, both those weren't 10 in the bin. Do you know what I mean? But you set that precedent straight away. So you got to send everyone off. You know, so we shouldn't have never ever sent Victor Radley off at the start because it wasn't a send off fucking thing. Yeah I, so he lost control of the game and that's it. Like I mean I think Brent Reed and, and and Woodsy were um talking on Triple M the other day and Brent Reed was thinking what you were thinking as well. I was just like spoken like a true fucking journal as well. Like you have never been out there in the heat of the moment. You know like you, you don't know what's going on. Of course you're going to blame the players. No, you know but, I mean? but like, honestly, like-
0: will like uh, it doesn't matter whether you've played for Australia or you've played park footy or whatever. There, there are moments in games. It doesn't matter whether it's at the highest level or at a, at a lower level, where the the tone of the game changes. So something will happen. A bloke puts on a, a cheap shot or something, and then it's not it's not going to last for long. But there's a two or three or four or five minute period, probably longer at, at the higher level. Mm where that heightened emotion just lifts, right? And then it's never going away, fine. mate. And that game went, it went for the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a game where there was... But I'm just, saying, let's just say
1: if, if he had done it at the start, when he didn't send Victor Radley off for that, and if he had a word to everyone and spoke to him like fucking men, and say, so the next one's going off, sent off. You don't want to be sent off in a semi-final, because you will cost your team. Mm-hmm. You know, and now, now what the refs want to do is that they want square-ups. Like I'll send him off, and then I'll even it up if I get another chance and I'll even it up here and here and here. Do you know what I mean? Goes tit for tat, where if you just go bang, set it, you set the ground rule straight away after the little fucking first little melee, it would have got solved, Bernard. I swear to God, players will listen because they know the you know the magnitude of the game and they don't want to be sent off in a in a semi-final, out and cost your team. Yeah. Like I mean, off, off. Yeah, yeah. Not off. ten, not yeah. ten. You can wear ten. Yeah. You know, that's you know, like you're not. Good. If you send someone off, that'll fucking pull your whole team straight back into order. Yeah. And that's when Teddy would have spoken to his team. Let's just fucking keep it not clean. Fucking aggressive as hell. But if you let the players get away with everything like they did, and all they're going to get is ten minutes in, they'll keep doing it. Yeah. That's what I mean by losing control of the game. Fuck, they don't care. It's just like, oh, we'll just get ten. I'll make up for it. They'll get 10. And it was just tit for tat. 11 on 13. Then it was like, you know, then even back up. And then like 13 on 12 and then 13 on 11. And then, you know, like 13 on 12. It was nonstop for the whole fucking game. So but no one really had the fucking advantage. Just say, just say someone,
0: just say under that sort of um theory, just say someone comes in and times it wrong. You know what I mean? And they just time it wrong. And yeah, of course, and it it's happens, a 10 man. minute. It happens. And then, and then it's, do Do you send a bloke off just to to try and because that would potentially ruin the game, right? You're saying if if that happens, all of a sudden, just say Tane Milne was like and he's you know he's come in and he's done that, and it was probably of those ones, it was probably the one where it was the most clear cut where he's actually jumped and gone high. You send him off, and then all of a sudden all the South goes, well, you've just ruined the game. <laughs> Yeah, so I know it's, it's
1: a fine line, but the refs—this is why they're refs. You get put in this position; you're in a power position, you're in an important position. You have got to make the right call. Yeah, like was you know, like I'm not sure if they can muck around with it. With you know, like Tom Burgess just say you're you're on standby in case because that was pretty like that was that was a bit of intent there. He didn't miss him. He did. I don't think, and I don't think Teddy was falling either. No. It was just line up from fucking five metres, bang, hit him. So Teddy couldn't pass his protocol. I think people should be in dire straits for that, for that moment. And if Teddy can't come on, you're off. And that, Well, that's the rule as well. So if, if he's penalised him and, and
0: Tedesco goes off, they could have mm. um, used the 18th man or whatever because it but came through. But then they couldn't. But then they couldn't because he didn't get, he didn't get yeah, so I think that it, there's, so. a,
1: there's, a, there's, a, there's that grey area in the game where just, I don't like it. Because yeah. you, get the, you lose, like, regardless if it's Teddy, but Teddy's the best player in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you lose him, you keep your seventeen, and what do you think that happens? You're like, it's just you know, like, but if if the ref had made a tough decision right then, then fucking you know, everything, everyone's happy. Or no just one let- was it just went on so much that no one was ever going to be happy. No, with that outcome. No. No, I was going to go and said, no way, again, 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 again. Like, who's going to get the front? You know, who's going to play better, Teddy Crichton off. Now, like South have got the like the advantage when Tupo, cried and, and Tupou, and, and it was that just was like it, was, it was over, and they still hung in there. They got such a tough, resilient squad there. Um, you know, it was just I don't know. They just I just think it could have been handled better. I reckon.
0: I honestly think it should have been handled better. But imagine, will, that there wasn't all of these rules about blokes getting sent off as soon as you touch the head, you're in ten minutes, and that.
1: Well, that the, but no, but that's the rules, right? Yeah, that's the rules.
0: So, so imagine if that wasn't the rules. That, that game They would have Like They might have had a stink In the first 20 minutes And then it's kind of Out of your this system This is
1: where This is where I'm not condoning the fighting I understand I understand why The game went Okay no more fighting We don't look like Fucking Neanderthals Whatever It's not a good look For the game But we can just go out And just do what the fuck We want to off the field But don't do it on the field Not on the field either. Not on the on field TV. Don't you dare do it on TV yeah. But fucking rub the Just drag the game Through the coals When you get in the off season Um Like a fight in that first five minutes, takes everyone's it over it. Takes it out, takes, takes it the heat out. out. Like and that's and you, you can have a look at those games. Like every time there was that heated battle, you get in a fight, get your system, and it stops. Everyone just chills out. Yeah, all right, let's go. Let's, let's get along with the game. Yeah. If you don't, there's going to be non-stop niggling, non-stop niggling, non-stop niggling. Which that game was this fucking genuine hate between these two clubs. People don't understand that. It's a knockout game, elimination final. What did you expect? Yeah. The ref had to expect that and it, I think he just fucked it up. Yeah. He must have a holiday planned in early October because he doesn't want to fucking ref the grand final, does he? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He must be to, like fucking a little Kentucky tour in, in through Europe or Hawaii or some shit because like he's not ref for the grand final because he slipped up a couple of times this year. Yeah, he And he should be held accountable. Like players are held accountable. You don't play well enough, you don't get picked in these rep sides. You don't get to do these these kind of stuff. And he shouldn't because there's other there's better refs out there. I just think he dropped he dropped the ball on this one. I just yeah. honestly do. And I think you know we hear Brent Reed and all this. You know your your opinion. I'm like I'm against it because I just think I know how much power refs have. They can they can shut that shit down. Bill Harrigan, Tony Archer, and all these blokes they used to shut it down straight away when you could fight. You know what they will? What about just say you're out there? So did I change your mind?
0: Yeah, no, a little look, bit. A li- you can yeah. see it a little bit. I, like, can, see, I can definitely
1: see it. And I can see it from your side as well. Definitely but just, see I just, I just, I just know how much power and I've been out there that a power that the power that the refs have they can really fucking ruin your day. Yeah, of course, you know course I like, like, can. And I mean like straight away. Like, but with the way they talk to you, they can fucking talk you into sense. And you go, all right, Willie, hey, you get sent off, mate. You'll cost you you got, a, you got a big campaign here next to two or three weeks. You could cost your team two or three weeks. You know
0: it would have been better? Because you've been
1: a fucking idiot. If you get two blokes, just say, Warrior
0: Hargraves, he goes up, and he just wails Tom Burgess. Bang. It's on. Right? It's on. They both get 10 minutes. And it's done. And it's done. Mm. Instead of having 26 That's what blokes to happen. Symbion, That's what you know? used
1: to happen. And I'm just saying, we, we get it a little bit twisted. It's the biggest contradiction when we're worried about the image of the game. But we don't really... You know what I mean? Like we rub the game, we drag the game through the through the mud every every time we get it. The Telegraph do it, Fox Sports does it, Channel Nine does it. Are we really worried about the image? Because everything's portrayed as the worst thing in the world when rugby league players do anything. What are you worried about? The fuckers having to fight for? Yeah. You're worried. worried about that HIA and shit. Like, we're already taking care of that. Well, what looks we're worse. trying to
0: what looks worse for rugby league? Will when looks two, worse like that because we look like rugby union AFL. Two bucks, like two bucks punch on or. Someone gets a little slap and then stays down, looks at the referee, waiting for them to go and look at the, – so the bunker gets involved and they stay down. And Mate, I'd do it too. Like anyone who thinks that players are doing the wrong thing, oh, it's a bad look for the game, it's within – it's the same sort of point I'm making with the referee. If that's the
1: rules, people are going to exploit it. So, is, of yeah. course they are. You know, it's you a little mindset of like middles. Middles like want that fucking – they want that – chance to impose their will on that other front row or whatever forward you know what i mean like you think you know like and, and you know that if you've got it over that other bloke just say physically and, and and you know you get in that little bit of a scuffle and you have that little bit of a punch on you know what i mean like you want that you want it forwards want it fucking everyone wants that smoke everyone wants it to prove yourself. So this is a man's game man this is what fucking, this is not for normal people you know what I mean? These front rolls are out there just trying to fucking beat the shit out of that other opposition, physically, mentally, everything out there. You know what I mean? Like, and you take that away from them, then you you end up with this. Yeah. Like the head slamming. You know, like the cheap shot to try and get them back because you're trying to get them back some way, in some some capacity. You know, like you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's going to come out somewhere if if you can't let these guys fully let out all their emotions and all that kind of stuff. But they're the rules that we went with. So the players have to fucking suffer the consequences. But I'm not saying bringing it back, but it would solve a lot of bullshit. But I think if you look at the, the, the
0: problem the game's got as far as I'm concerned in terms of what looks bad, like what, what, to the optics what looks bad, what looks bad is blokes that aren't injured... Pretending to be injured because they're going to get a penalty. Yeah, you what know? do you think so, about that,
1: mate? Look, if I'm a player, I'm doing it
0: because it's it, it's okay, helping yeah. my team. So,
1: so there is a grey area with that, and a lot of fans and everything. They're not happy with the, you know, everyone's calling trell, trell, Mitt, trell, milk now. But he schooled everyone on the weekend. He he's, was one percent. His footy IQ. He was playing chess. Everyone's playing checkers. You know what I mean? He knows the rules. He hit in the head. He wait. He put that fucking ball down.
0: Yeah, he's before like, nah, the ref look even it. looked at yeah. it.
1: And they, they looked at the replay. Got contact to the head. It's a penalty because mm. he's making them look at it. Like he's holding them accountable because he knows the rules. Yeah, it was smart as hell. He was no way, nowhere near the emotion that he played with the week before. He killed the Roosters like with those little those play twos and his little soft touches and defensively and everything like that. He didn't get emotional about the game at all. He just played the game to the rules, and fucking and and killed it. Like he's on another level that kid at the moment he is he's only 24 years old and he's thinking of that shit already he's playing to the rules yeah. don't touch me that. don't touch my head that, then it breaks down everything their whole kick chase everyone wants to get down there and get on the trail bang you hit me high I'm going to stay down so what they're the rules and I'm going to get a penalty you know what it. I mean we're, what we're more talking about there is like is players rolling in and they grab their neck And then it's, you know what I mean? like With the crusher. With the crusher. But but again, they're allowed to do it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it mostly happens to outside backs. And when they they come in and they're trying to get those yards after. So they come in, then they twist. So just say my first impact on a, like a, a Joey Manu always gets caught in that position because he's always like stepping and all that stuff and he gets twisted. But your impact when you come up, you've got to hit first and then hold up. You know what I mean? Because when they're driving in all these different angles and then the next minute like they're, they're trying to force their way this way I'm going that way what do you think's happening yeah. to your neck? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just physics right? Mm. Like and then you, it's hard to get because what that outside back is trying to do is force his way through that gap and then hopefully you give up and then he goes bang and finds his hands and knees and goes up and plays the ball. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. So people don't understand what that, they, they think you're just backing into tackles. No, they're trying to back in and then flip over then flip to their together. front. Yeah. And what defences are doing, we're trying to hold you up because we don't want you to find your front. Mm. So all these battles that you that people see, you're tr- defensively, you're trying to hold them up. Offensively, you're trying to find your front. There's wins and losses in the game. There's analytics and you can get, I mean, like if you're in a club, you'll know how many battles you win. You know what I mean? So that's what's happening with everyone. Even the forwards getting that pretty, when they get that that first initial hit, and then they'll try and get yards after the after the impact, and then trying to trying to get those extra meters, and then that person gets in that position, and you're trying to roll on your on your front, and he's trying to fucking hold you up, and then other people come in, and it just fucks up, mm. and then it's like, oh well, my neck was in that position. Fuck it. All right, I'm well, getting a penalty. Yeah, and my and I think on the weekend the referees were sort of onto that. They're like, all right, well and i think the i think the nrl if the, if the players keep doing it, like as i said players will see a gray area and they'll exploit it yeah they'll exploit it coming out of yardage you get in that you get put in that position it's unspoken but you're like just grab your neck yeah grab your neck let's get out of yardage You've got a penalty then next week you're over halfway you're out of that bullshit getting smashed for fucking five tackles against a penrith or someone like that so that's what they're trying to think you're trying to you're trying to exploit these little the, the gray area in the game which they will do what players do. And, but if the, if if, the, if there's rules in there go, if you grab your neck, you're off for... you um, got to go you're, three you're minutes off, off. You're off for 10 minutes. Then you're like, well, I'm not going to grab my fucking neck at all. I'm going to play the ball. Yeah, that's true. Because right. you've been off for 10 minutes, Tedesco or Manu or Fisher-Harris or, you know, like a kick out. It'll affect your team for 10 minutes. So they can fuck around with those rules a little bit, the NRL, and then you'll f- all of a sudden see no one grabbing their neck. Yeah. And if it's genuine because you don't want to cre- question their credibility or their character or, you know, is it genuinely, is it hurt at the moment? Next year, if you put the, if you implement that rule, you go, well, Well, if you, you go off for 10 minutes and get it assessed, just like your HIA assessment for 15 minutes.
0: 80% of them you know? stop.
1: But exactly, you watch how many people just fucking play the ball and then just sort of like shake it off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, let's not think that these guys, they're not fully faking it because they're in that position. So as soon as they get put in that position they will grab their neck. But if they do that next year and if they implement that rule, as I just said, okay, well, if you grab your neck, get up, time off, off for 10 minutes. See if you want that. I don't think so. Yeah. and, and I don't uh, think so. And what, are you, what are your thoughts about mate, that? Mate, I agree. And and the whole thing for me... Graham Annesley, fucking listen to
0: this show, mate, and you might fucking learn something. Big fan of the show, Annesley, Loves Proper. it. Proper. And I, the thing f- I reckon, if you look at any sport, people... The fans, let's call them the fans, right? It doesn't matter who they are. They they sit there and they watch a game and they have an call opinion them on the how Henrys, the Henrys, the Henrys, the of the world. They 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 have an opinion on how things could run. But what I need people to understand is that if you look at the coaches this year, right? We've had what four coaches sacked. So there's four blokes that have, because of the results of their professional sporting team, they have lost their jobs. So anyone who thinks that these blokes—it's—I know you support your team and you go and you you, you buy your memberships and that sort of thing—but this is jobs. This is these are people's livelihoods, and so to not expect someone—if you can get a penalty and you can get out of yardage in the last two minutes of a grand final, win the game, Jeez. and you know you're going to maintain your employment because of that. You're going to do it. Oh my like, this is, this is more than just it. Like, Anything this is,
1: that the players can exploit, they will. They're going to do it. Because play, if you leave a grey area for the players, they're going to exploit it. I'm and not your sure coach going to blow up. I'm not sure if the NRL haven't caught on yet, but <laughs> fucking catch on.
0: Everyone else has.
1: Everyone else has. you got former players in there. They should be giving you a little bit of a tip-up. Yeah. Maybe I, those players were just playing in the 90s or something. I don't
0: know. No rules. No, zero rules. Send. They're like, zero, this is part of the game. Games. Like, no, 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 no. All right. Well, I think, and the other thing that I liked was um, in terms of Tom Burgess. So, Tom just got two weeks for, I don't know which one. He got seen being 18. I spoke times. to Big
1: Tommy the other day and he asked for a little bit of advice. He goes, I'm facing three if I fight it or more, maybe if he does get found guilty or take the early two. I said, mate, you've got a fair chance to get to the GF. You know, like if you get through, Penrith would be massive, but who, who knows? Yeah. After yeah, sweet. And fucking, you know, there's nothing more than a bigger it. than a grand final. No. You don't want to get suspended into, you know, like next year or probably the World Cup might be as, might, might cop a suspension through that. But like, just have faith in the team. But you know, you don't want just say if you took three and they get to the GF. Come on, man, you know, like you can you'll slot back straight into the side. Well,
0: George Burgess is he's brought out a petition to get Tom to serve his Sorry. suspensions for yeah. the next two years. So, well, next yeah, two, well, why, why can't why we do that? Fans want it. South fans want it. Taylor and <laughs> oh, May got yeah, off. Yeah,
1: well, that's that, that's the thing. That's 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 the sort of bullshit. What the their um the repercussions of their decision two weeks ago.
0: Well, that was and that was the thing as well. We oh, we I did the show. Why can't he take two for the World Cup? We did the show, and then Vladdy got sort of grilled about it after, and he came out and said, "Oh, it's because that's what the fans want." The, I mean.
1: Go asks all the South fans what they want this week. I can
0: guarantee the South fans want Tom Burgess playing. So you know
1: what I mean. So like, I just—it's a weird thing to say. I've—I've so, I've been a this supporter. This shouldn't of even Land. be coming out of our mouth. It's because what, the but fans but, want But they've—they've—they've but they've, but they've, they've put themselves in this predicament, and it's just yeah. like, you know, like I don't—I don't know, like Tom, and and I said to Tom, I said, look, they're—they're going to look to someone, to look at someone to stick all that shit on that happened on the weekend, and it's going to be you. Yeah. So don't even risk it. No, nah, you wouldn't go anywhere near a judiciary. Nowhere near a judiciary because they're going to throw the book at you. They could yeah. give you five weeks, six weeks, the way that they're carrying on. They want someone to go down for that debacle on Sunday.
0: I loved it, though. If I look at that game though, It's a fucking great game. I love it. Anyone who doesn't, who doesn't get fired up, anyone who's played the game again at whatever level, who doesn't look at a game like that and get excited when you can see that lift... That's the only time I miss playing proper, footy is when proper. it was like that. Whereas when that, that, Yeah, that I do as well, but not of, really. But then you've
1: remembered. So I had it. to do it all. And then remember. I had to it. be involved in the middle. It was just like, yeah, you set tones and shit. And it was just like, that's just the way it was. I'm thinking now, I don't want to go near it. But like <laughs> when I was in my 20s, fuck, you just used, you used to start that shit on purpose. Yeah. It was like you proper used to do that so we could get to that level.
0: Actually, I was going through Twitter before just because I love Twitter. And trying to find something to talk about, and the big
1: uh, ogre, big uh, ogre one, yeah, yeah big. And ogre. there's you in the background. Well, I loved it. Yeah, that's just the way. I mean, big ogre. Used to, he used to love it. I mean, I used to play with a bunch of rough riders, man. Big ogre and Roy Satassi and fucking Bobcat, Rennie, Sonny. You know what I mean? Like you'd go to war with all those blokes, man. It was a good. Pack. You would not even you wouldn't blink an eyelid to go. Let's start a fight. Yeah, fucking. You know what I mean? No and, other, and other teams out. wouldn't give a fuck either. The Roosters mm. had some fucking mean, mad, mad people. Big Croc and Morley and all Morley. those blokes. They used to go at it. And Penrith had their their crew. And Brisbane had their crew. So for fights on, it's crazy. Mate, let's just quickly, we talked about Manly last week and
0: we solved all their problems. But I'll tell you what I like this week is that the the narrative's changed now and Des Hazler's going, well, I might just go. Imagine what? if he did. Like, imagine if he left now and went, you know what? You've got no coach. There's no coaches left. Seraldo's already on five Zoom meetings a week, so he's gone. You don't have a coach.
1: <laughs> if I was Des Hazra, I'd be like, you know what? Sign an extra coach. And co- I'm going to go sign with the Titans for three mil a year. I'll go anywhere. I could go anywhere. Like, it, it's crazy. Well, he's in a power position,
0: isn't he? He is now, yeah, but he wasn't until they started putting pressure on. And then I look at Manly and I go, how dumb are you? Why would you? You got no other coach. Oh, Dez has to. And the other thing that annoyed me, I'm easily annoyed at the moment. I think it's a hemorrhoid, but I, I, sat there and he goes. They said, "Oh, Dez has to create, like a you know a succession plan.
1: How is that his job? It's not his job. How is that his job? Who said that? Manly is Manly, all the Manly oh, Manly board.' Suce- yeah, like concre- Like as if oh, I love how the comments come out of Manly, but no one puts their name to
0: it. Wayne Bennett and Dimitri, and it's like what comes out that Dimitri. Had to still apply for the job. I mean, yeah. I know Wayne Bennett probably gave. Yeah, him that. and
1: like Christian Wolf's up there as well. Yeah. like Christian Wolf's going to be like he might be a successor, like if he does a good but job. But that's up to Wayne. If he, exactly Wayne might might want to coach for another two years after uh, that. Like, what's what's Bellamy's like succession plan? Why
0: did that? Why does a coach need? It's like saying to someone in a job. It's like going to you when you are playing like. All right, well, we're going to move you on next year. But you need to Can you just mentor, mentor. – we're going to get a kid and, and you just you just mentor him. To take is that spot. my job?
1: Is that my job? Des hasn't – not that old. It's not my it's job. He's coached for
0: another 15, 20 years, Des. He looks a bit old. Yeah, 20 years. All right, so the other thing, I, I'm i interested in this one. Will Melbourne – so Melbourne, this is the first time they've been knocked out in the first week of the finals since – 2014. 9 and 8 <laughs> and so Munster is obviously trying to make a big decision. You'd have to look at that Melbourne side and say, with the players they've got leaving, they've bought well, like Katoa from um, the Warriors goodbye. Seems. And, you know, they've got a few, like, they, they've, they've filled the spots well. But you'd have to say Melbourne aren't the force that they have been. So they lost
1: Smith and that pretty much lost that whole four pack. Jesse, yeah. two Bromwiches, Kofusi and, and
0: Smith. So you've And replaced got,
1: with Katoa, who's, you know, got potential. Tarek
0: Sims. Tarek Sims. And then they're going to have to fill it from... They'll get Christian Welch back, which, you know, but...
1: He's just a role player.
0: I look at that and I go, Melbourne aren't going to be... Like, if Cameron Munster was going to make a decision based around Melbourne, other side, I love winning comps, blah, blah, blah. Does Melbourne being on the slide, will that dictate... Like, if he's getting an extra 300 grand a year to go to the Dolphins like they're reporting, does all of a sudden losing with the Dolphins... It's the same thing as losing with the storm, isn't it?
1: I think what's what's a bigger issue is Craig Bellamy coming out saying pretty much won't coach after next year. Yeah. Like, that's what is more rattling to anyone. Not what Munster's doing. Yeah. Not what anyone else is doing. If Craig Bellamy's there, as I said, like, who's Craig Bellamy's succession plan? I mean, I think Billy Slater could easily do the job. Billy, If they don't have Billy Slater or Cam Smith in there, then it's the end of a, a, a dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're putting someone else who's not from Melbourne, like you just say, if you've got someone else from overseas, all that kind of stuff, you know, whatever, it's done. And that'll make Munster's decision. You know what I mean? Like, and all these other guys coming off contract, they'll be like, Bellamy is that dude that you want to play for. You know what I mean? You're not, you not go down there for the players as well when they had the Cam Smith, Billy Slaters, Cooper Cronks, GIs, all that kind of stuff. You can make all those average players turn great, put them in a, you know, put them in that system and fit the culture, be a Melbourne Storm player, all that kind of stuff. I get it. Bellamy runs that whole culture. And it's and it was player-driven, so you lost all these senior players now. Kafusi 200 and something games. Bromwich, 300. Uh, Kenny Bromwich, over 200. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of games. Brandon Smith, 150. A lot of games, you know? So you lose that and you replace them with people that aren't Melbourne Storm players. You know what I mean? So you're that's been... They don't know any other club but Melbourne, those guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So it's like, and they went, It would have went down there for Craig Bellamy. Cam Munster is the biggest thing that's going to go on now. He's going to be going, he's off contract next year. Yeah. What are you doing, Belly? Yeah, for sure. Are you retiring? And who, and if so, who's the coach? Des Hasler. That's, exactly. And <laughs> then he's like, well, I want to get coached by Wayne. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So this will all depend on what Craig Bellamy does. What, yeah. what Munster does. Arguably, arguably top three player in the world at the moment. So this is this is more than just Cam Munster at the moment. This is what Bellamy's doing. If he's retiring, I'm fucking out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I, I mean, the only person that might be able to save me and turn my sort of opinion around if Cam Smith or Billy Slater as a coach. Mm. That's it. Full stop. Otherwise, that whole dynasty is not done, but just won't be as dominant. Yeah. The dominance is over.
0: I, th- I tend to think that Cameron Munster, um, my gut feeling is exactly what you say. If Bellamy's there, he'll stay. He'll
1: wait for his decision.
0: And, you know, realistically, if he's going to sign a four-year deal with the Storm or a three-year deal or whatever, and Bellamy's only be coaching for one of those years, I, I think that will definitely be the thing that decides Massively. where he's like going to Unless, go. you
1: know, like Bellamy's going to be off contract. he's and, But he's, he's plainly said it. Like, I've never heard these words come out of his mouth. He doesn't... I don't think he'll coach. He said he doesn't think he'll coach, I'm paraphrasing, after next year. So he might see the writing on the wall.
0: I saw the dogs are going to buy him. You know the dogs are the new roosters. They're buying everyone.
1: Who are we buying? The dogs
0: You're buying Munster. Put him at fullback. What do you so want?
1: It's, uh, you're going to pay you want,
0: mate? $3 million per second. Um, again.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah that's, that's a real big thing. Uh, It'll be the biggest talking point next year, like pretty much all year. Yeah. Especially if they're not going that good, which I expect them to be good. But what are you doing, Bellamy? What's Bellamy doing? What's Bellamy doing? What's mm. Munster doing? What's Munster doing? Yeah. it, it does And that'll make their, the decision yeah. who's going to be the successor. And it clouds who, is it, who they can sign is it Cam, as well. You know, like it, 100%. Yeah. If if, if you, you know what I mean? Where, if you knew that Bellamy was going to be there for your whole tenure there, you're signing. Yeah. You are signing because you know you're going to learn so much about the game.
0: I'm not because I couldn't do the pre-season. It's too hard. Yeah. The other thing I just quickly, before we move on, um, so – Cameron Munster's uh, agent is your man, Munster, and, and, and I was again on Twitter before. There's a bloke called Alan Katzman who he rolls around here with the uh, Roosters. I think he's a life member of the, oh, of the Roosters.
1: Did, did Brayfinaster hammer him on Insta? And then, and
0: then he put something up there about, I think. I think what it was was something to do with the World Cup, and I think on NRL three hundred and sixty, they um, were hammering the they hammered players.
1: The, I mean, people that were in there or they, the yeah, countries. Which
0: I think they were saying, "There's all Australians playing for every country." But I mean, at the end of the day, I, it's I, fucking I, true. It's true. But international rugby league is good, and I think it's good, and they should, you know. And I it's think it's
1: never going to get to the level that we.
0: Want. I can't comment about it because I didn't see Sorry, what it was until
1: but, until like. Until you know, they it start supporting. Starts even out and start yeah. supporting the Pacific, the Pacific and like an understanding yeah. how big the game is out there and letting them play this in origin. They need to sort all that sort of shit out.
0: So two things that I liked about this. First of all is that um, Braith used the word Derek, which again does not... It does not get enough of a run, Derek. No. And um, the second <laughs> thing was... <laughs> People are like, oh, well, how do you see it on Twitter if you don't have Twitter? Well, I, obviously, A, obviously someone sent it to him and goes, how's this bloke? Like, your mates are still going to send you stuff if, like, someone's what having a arrow? Crack at How about this, Derek? Yeah, and that was... But then, what What I don't get, everybody's sort of getting up in arms saying, that, A, he didn't say he was going to uppercut him. He said, give yourself an uppercut, which is a well-known statement, like Derek.
1: Are people having a crack at brace that... Oh, and, but, it's but super- I had a
0: look, and now they're saying. Now they're saying. So he's taking it down, but they're saying, "Oh, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have a go back." It's like, well, if a bloke's having a crack at you, isn't that the whole he's point cre- of social he's, media? He's, he's hammering his credibility. He's gone. He's going back at someone, and a then we talk fucking about a bunch of snowflakes, man. It's weird, eh? Like it's fucking hell. Like it's. I get that. Okay, everyone's entitled to opinion. Why is he not entitled to opinion when he gets? He is entitled to his opinion.
1: Should have left it up. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think. understand. I mean, I, I saw it all. I'm just like, mate, mate, you've got your opinion now. Braith has his, and like, what is it up to? Like, if you're not involved in that in that conversation, shut up. It's got nothing to do with you. How good's Derek though? Bring back. I love it. And embrace Braith, one of the best best people out there at the moment. I think he's, he's, he's been great. He's on that been show. that. Anyone I think complain. 360 was dying in the ass until he went on there. Because yeah. who the fuck wants to listen to those other three dribblers? I think um, Jimmy Graham has been great when he comes on there with the players. He's thing. good.
0: He's really good. Braith is a
1: manager and a person, you know what I mean? Like, he's changing the whole fabric of the game now. Yeah. yeah. He can control the narratives if he wants. He's looking after the best players. He's got the biggest platform, you know what I mean? He does such a great job. He's doing some good things. He's been Mason Braith for, like, 20 years. So, like, I just wish him nothing but – or nothing but respect for him. But I wish him nothing but the best because he's killing it. And, you know, also and, he's, and he's got power now. They don't like that. And keep using Derek. Bring just it back. Change your name to Braith, Derek and Asta.
0: <laughs> the uh, reviews this week, there's only two games. You know what? It's it, it, it's Thanks exciting. Fuck. Those other games that we used to review, I used to just... <clears throat> but then you sit there and you go, like, the Titans against the Warriors. I just want to Warriors. review the Tigers and Titans. It's <laughs> going far out. Anyway, these are good games. And I'll <laughs> tell you what, the Raiders at $2.60... I, I, I know it's at Combank Stadium but the way the Raiders dispatched Melbourne last week oh, I'm
1: changing my bet too I'm going the Raiders so impressive it was
0: so impressive and they just have got humming at the right time. They, they lost Adam Elliott this week, but
1: that Ford pack... Hi, we're in our, comes on the bench and you put Sutton. Yeah. You don't, you don't miss You much. don't lose a you lot. You do not miss much because no. I think Sutton's a genuine front row who works his ass off. We're going to have him at the Bulldogs next oh, he's year. I think he can, he can really do some stuff. You know, it's not like Ricky Shield to take things personal. As soon as he signed with the dogs, he can't make... The he's seven in eight. the Reggies. And he was starting before that. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand where, you, where, where Sticky's coming from. You yeah. know, like if you're not going to be part of the, um, the future... future then, you you know, yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna try and blood some young kid up. Um but uh yeah I, I'm 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 gonna go for the Raiders. I've been I've been um been thinking about this game. I don't think I don't think Parra can bounce back. Well Mitch Mitchell I don't think Moses. Mitch Bowser should play.
0: It's the same thing again with the, with the Murray thing. If it's round 4 is Yeah, he but part? Murray had
1: another extra two or three days, right? Yeah. yeah. The Thursdays to a Sunday. Yeah. Like he's going what, from Friday to Friday? Yeah. Yeah, two days is big. And like Cam Murray got up like he got punched. Like, if he was in a boxing match, bang. It's like a quick knockdown straight back straight on his back
0: feet. Straight back on his feet. Moses was Moses not, was
1: done. Yeah. He, he start, when your hands and that start going, it's horrible sights. We sat upon nobody. But oh, come on, man. You don't think Ricky Stewart's going to send the fucking... The bomb squad the after him. fucking military after yeah. him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, Topine's going to be on that left edge all of a sudden. Big Papa. Hawsborough, Elliot Whitehead. Hudson Young. And... I mean, this is, a. as I said, I keep saying it's a man's game. It's a fucking, you know, this is what it is. If you're out there and you, so you. if I was playing against Mitch Moses or if I'm in any team where anyone's got any weaknesses, I'm going at you one billion miles an hour Yeah. to try and get you off the field. That's just the way it is because, hey, of course, I, you hope, win. I hope Parramatta are looking after him, and I hope he's looking after himself. But if he's not ready to roll, you can't let the kid play. Yeah you can't because that wasn't a normal knockout that was pretty bad it was a bad one it was a very bad one and it's only a week and i just don't think when you look at other sports it's minimum 6 to 12 weeks if that's happening in boxing or mma why the fuck are we allow, allowing our players back in one week cuz they pass? and it's not stupid test a test it's like got to be taken out of the fucking hands players hands i just don't i don't like it you know what i mean what happens this week when if he cops another one and he's out cold like, for, you know what I mean? Like, what are, what are we going to do? Are we going to just keep rolling with this and just until something like fatal or, happens?
0: Court Cordner and until friend, something some fatal sort of until thing.
1: something fatal happens, yeah. are we going to keep rolling with this protocol? You got to take it out of their hands. Sometimes mm. this is one week, and the kids is is being named, and you know, like I and get it. Play. Everyone wants to course, win, but this is play. the fuck. This is a contact play. This is a contact game, and it's 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 a free for all. If he gets named, and if he get and if he's playing, like. I know what I know what teams are like and I would do exactly the same
0: you mentioned um Hudson young before yeah, watching in kid. watching him go after a sopho solomona every single time yeah. he got anywhere near the ball that kid was just on him every time and he is him. about 15 yeah. times the Pitbull. size of him but the way that he went into that like I was like, if he was a dog he'd be a staffy he'd be a staffy and a he'd locked jaw.
1: he would just a locksho on you. kid Newcastle boy or Central Coast is he um, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, he—I I looked at him and I went. You can just there's some, there's something about certain players. There might just be one game where you look at him and it's not a big thing, but it's something where you go, "This kid has just got no fear but at next all." Next
1: year he would be pushing for a 14 spot for That's New South Wales and definitely the in. He, he could be in this squad for a change. Well, team. he's
0: more Liam Martin than Liam Martin, I reckon. Like yeah. Liam Martin's I like tough. Liam Martin. I like him. He's tough. He's got, got
1: a little bit more size. He's in a better team.
0: Hudson Young, the he's
1: way he skills. He's got a he's got a yeah a more uh, a higher skill set than Liam Liam Martin. No disrespect to Liam, I think he's an outstanding player. Liam fucking plays hard, but man, he's tough. He's got a bit more size than fucking Hudson and Hudson, but Hudson can play anywhere in the back line as well. I he love him. 9, I rate him. Thirteen back row, he can play a plethora of positions
0: because that's that's really who he's competing with. If you look at it, because they're, they're Liam Martin's already in the Aussie team, no, Liam Martin, no, no, shot. I don't think I don't
1: think he's competing against him. I think he's competing against the the fourteen. Who do you think is going to be the fourteen for the Australian team? The one who can play every position, Ben Hunt, probably. Well, he's competing against Ben Hunt because yeah. I think Hudson Young can play nine, and I, have, I think he's played it before. He has, yeah. But can can um, can Ben Hunt play lock? No,
0: no.
1: Hudson Young could probably play seven or six if he wanted to because mm. he's got that skill set. So I'm I'm going to go for Hudson Young, especially if he makes a deep run into these finals. You want these players that are in good form.
0: Well, will he make a
1: deep run? I mean, you, I you just they'll, change. think they'll, they'll your, get past. I think they get, get past, past the Eels because I don't think Moses is going to play.
0: If they get past the Eels, does Brad Arthur's position yet again come under fire? Because I no,
1: mean, not if Moses doesn't
0: play. They keep they keep talking about Brad Arthur. He kept oh his finals record. Well, I mean, West would love to have a bad finals record
1: too. You know, like they're still making the finals every mm. year. I think no, we're in that game. I mean, I, no, I know Penrith ran away at the end of the game, and you know, I'm not just I'm just not happy about like the selection with jake arthur yeah and, and it looks wrong because he's the son's he's the dad's son you know what i mean he's coach like your dad coaches the game do you know what i mean like i just don't think it's a good look because i don't think he just looks up to like that level Well, he might you know be what I, mean? like, I don't week. know what it is like i'm 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 putting bryce cartwright i'm pushing dylan brown at half back i'm putting bryce Cartwright right at, right at five eight and i'm putting another forward like nathan brown on the bench mm. I'm just bolstering that bench up and I don't want any weaknesses in that defensive line. What do you reckon Nathan Brown's done wrong? Do you reckon he's off with the coach? He
0: has to be. He's I've a good heard player. some
1: rumours, mate. I don't know. Like he played origin what, a year ago? Two yeah, years exactly. ago? So now he can't even get in the seventeen. I know he's been carrying an arm injury, but you know, like you'd want him he'd make most sides. I reckon. Um Is he signed for next year? I'm not sure.
0: I heard he's signing with the dogs. Maybe. With Munster. Muns, maybe but, Yeah, I
1: just think um I don't know, like I would easily. You could move that around. You get Dylan Brown in there, get him the ball more, and then you just put Bryce Cartwright at five eight, who can defend well, good good skills, simplify his game. He's got a good kick. He's got a kicking game. You know what I mean? Like
0: how yeah, good Dylan Brown because I runs. just think
1: like I just like he just looks not does not look like a first grader, Jake Arthur. And that's no, I don't know him as a person. This is just me looking at the game. Mm. Way behind. He needs to do some arm curls as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you reckon about the Sharks Rabbitohs game? I, I I went off the Sharks a little bit. I've been sort of. I think the Sharks have done really well this year. Obviously, you know, for for them to get the position that they've got, you know, they were favourites against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys got them just in that last bit. It was a good game of footy that too. But mm. I look at the Sharks, and and when I saw, did the they lose runs, the
1: game with North Queensland win it? <sighs> Tip for tat, wasn't it? Was tip for the tat time? Yeah, it was tip for tat. I love how twenty Valentine seconds Holmes ago, was and twenty like seconds inimitable. ago, and then like Talmalo scores on the right side of your post. Who do you think was getting the ball? Mm. Yeah, that's it's what your I fucking just, body in front.
0: Sharks, just I just don't know if the shark. I don't think the sharks are as good as what they've done this year. I think they've they're a gritty side that's sort of overperformed, overachieved maybe. I think they've over. I think they will be good. Scored I think... scored
1: some silky tries. Yeah, like, but I think I don't think North Queensland were. Game planning for those tries. No. Like the the short side play with the little block and the guy at the back, bang, 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 down silo back into the inside try. You know, like that the simple play where where Heinz comes from behind the play of the ball, it's a little tip, tip, block, and then boom, he comes all of a sudden, bang. Little tip to Talakai untouched. Yeah. They just didn't get they didn't they didn't defend well no, they didn't. North Queensland. For for a top three defensive team in the game, they didn't defend well. Couple of those tries are really, really soft, and I think going the other way as well. I think they're pretty even. Like the Sharks are like a top, top three, top four defensive team as well. They let in some soft tries, like Deedon going straight through your middle, Malolo doing that, you know, hitting that try. You know right. what I mean? Like they just scored. That it was it. Just wasn't. Um, they weren't up to the, both their standards.
0: Whoever wins this plays the Panthers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so ultimately, because I think this side of the draw dictates who wins the comp. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I I just can't see... Can Penrith fall over? No. How
1: fucking good was Cleary, anyway? Oh. Those bombs, Wonga Blake was just... Like, Wonga Blake's not bad under the high ball. Do
0: you reckon he spent a lot of time in his five weeks off practice? All he did was
1: kicking. He was doing floaters with, like, torpedo spin, and it was just coming back this way. I was just like, holy shit, those floaters are so hard to take. And they'll just all be... You know how hard it is to do a floater... And put it to In the a, left on winger yeah. on the spot. Usually they go straight. Like Brent June was a god at him. So was um so was Joey. That was so good and so was JT. But he's changed it up. It's coming back that way and then oh. away from him. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was just sitting there going, I feel sorry for Wanger Blake. I was like, and then it like even like even his runs didn't look as dynamic as they were like they always coming out of yards you felt bad it's just like it was just like oh shit but but it fucks with the whole team's it's in your head dynamics you know what i mean you can see those middles coming back going fuck you, you know what i mean and i know that from personal experience the wing isn't that you've been working your ass off for like 10 minutes in defense and all this sort of shit in attack trying to get in a good position so we can get some field position And you just think in your head, you fucking have one job. (laughs) This is no disrespect to one but this is all wingers. One job. Catch the fucking ball, put the ball down, get out of yardage or whatever. You know what I mean? You simplify it. How fucking hard is it until you see? Until you fucking go to training and and you go, Cleary, put one up. And you're just like 400 metres away from it. (laughs) So I feel sorry for these wingers because these halves and that are just fucking changing the game with their kicking game. Especially Cleary. Cleary was on another level. He played outstanding. Everyone was worried if he had some rust. Obviously, he's been in the lab just doing some work. He He has not missed a beat. He's um, kicking game, defensive game, organizing game. Everything was on. Everything. Everything. It's probably the best thing that's happened to to uh, to Penrith in the last three years. Him having five weeks off because he's played probably about seventy, probably eighty games in three years. I reckon they might as well just every year now just sit him for the last five (laughs) if they'll be that far ahead. Yeah.
0: Um, The one thing I think one of the real like unsung heroes in that South side is Havili. The amount of work that he does in that middle, he is like. So they lose Tom Burgess. Um, and he's hard to fill because he has been good for them yardage wise this year but you know Haveli has really done a job for them and, and it's a job that they probably weren't expecting because at the start of the year we were both saying I think their middles probably just aren't quite mm. good enough to get them to that
1: but he hits he's, like a truck. Oh, he's got he's good ball tough. playing skills. Yeah. He's got experience in a grand final. He had some good deep runs with Canberra. Like he's he's a vet. Yeah. He's a vet of the game. Like yeah. that was a great buy from South. He's international. He's played. Given, the time. Yeah, played in those big games against Australia. Like he played in that big run in the 2017 World Cup. So he's got a lot of experience. This yeah. guy's not like a just your average sort of player. He's an above average player. Yeah, got real high skill level. He can play nine. He can play lock. He can play anywhere in the forwards. You just put him in the middle. Just, him just put him out. in the middle and he'll hit anything. Hits like a truck. Good person to have around the club. Great buy from South and is playing dividends now because you can give Cook a bit of a rest. Uh, you know, like he has that second phase around. that He can offload. He's always around. He's like just never misses tackles. He's great in defense and he's good around the club. You know, so um, I thought him, I thought Jaiara was outstanding as he well. He was good. Yeah. Jaiara was really good. total was good. Cam Murray is the difference. Always. Ken Murray is the difference. The amount of creativity that he creates when he gets on when he's on the field, instead of like, you know, how bad they were that week one against the Roosters, one out, one out, one out, because he he's the one who gets he gets touched the ball three times three times a ruck. Three times a set, I mean. Little dummy here out the back block, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It just sets all these plays up and they just they count numbers and Cody Walker and Latrell, when they pull the trigger, you're done. But all these other setup plays to get to that to the main play, it's all done by Cam Murray. Yeah. And then he gets the ball coming back with a little block shape, a little fucking bang, 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 bang. Like numbers. It's fucking phenomenal, mate, how he does it. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's the best lock in the world. Him and Isaiah. Who wins his set South. South. I, th- I thought um, Nico Hines was outstanding, but th- I don't think they can execute like they did again. Some of those tries, the moves that they pulled off, South would be... Just non-stop watching video about all those tries that they scored. Toby Rudolph, they're not going to score tries like Toby Rudolph did. You know what I mean? Like through the middle. That was just bad defense. Tamalolo slipped off, left one-on-one with drink water. You know, like you, you wish for that if you're a middle. Um, but some of these like set plays that they had, I think that's all they'll be watching when they do get into the set play. Kick, kick off, you know, they get a penalty kick and then they're, they're in an attacking set. They'll know what to do. There's little There's little key points when when Hines just say say the right side of the post Hines is behind the play the ball that's when he's going to pop out out of nowhere and create that second man and then Talakai is going to be on that left edge so there's little triggers where if you've got good middles they'll shuffle along they won't be putting that number to the left they'll be putting one more to the right and you can solve all these things that they did you know even like you know when they went the short side when they hit the guy that uh, hit the front guy and then there was a block shape and little quick hands out the back bang bang Markers need to be working. You know what I mean? The markers need to fall back and then move up to the side. Winger comes, center is coming up. and It's just man on man. But if you bite at marker, then you're fucked. So all these little things, people, they expose those moves and then all you're going to be doing is a couple, you'll be running those plays all the time of how to defend it. Second marker drops right back real quick and then becomes in the line and then it's like three on three. Like, there's ways to solve all that shit. Whatever you... Like, if you're a good defensive coach and you know those plays... Because remember Anthony Tupo used to do that at the Roosters? Yeah. Tupo used to do it. And the only way that, that, that teams could stop it is if they did exactly what I said. The second marker drops back and then, like, B and C, which is, like, the center and winger, they only do it when it's three on... It creates a three on two. And like you, you can easily solve it, you can easily solve it. You just got to you just got to know when the where the key points are, where the triggers are. You see Moylan behind there like that, or if you see like Nico Hines, you just got to call out to the markers beyond. You know, fall back, fall back, fall back, and everyone's just and then it becomes four on four. Solve, you can solve the shit easy. Trust me. But hopefully they're in. Hopefully they're doing video on that sort of stuff, and they'll be doing those sort of short short side plays all the time defensively. I think Demetrio is a very good um, defensive coach. Benny Hornby's one of those as well. He's there. He's got a really good team around. Him. But all those, all those, all those plays that Cronulla did, you fucking solve it easier communication and knowing all the triggers, all the key points, all the all the little things that you can you can see it. As a defensive team, she got to fucking talk. You know what I mean? So they'll do it. Willie's big boys. The big boys this week were on fire. It was hard for me. I had to just decide right today. Um, it was outstanding. Some massive, massive efforts in some really big games. So um, who did I got my fuck? I didn't even write him down. So you've got. So I got for one point. So look. So these are my. Th- these are the three that I was tossing up. So Jason Talmulolo, um, Tarpane and James Fisher Harris. So those blokes I didn't know who to give 3 2 1 until I just went well big big um, JT Tal Malolo he played I think I think 70 minutes it was monumental his efforts did, but then that try to get him into extra time so I'm going to give him 3 points so I'm going to go the other way 2 points because Joey Tarp mate, against Melbourne forward pack, against those, you know, against that sort of team, down in Melbourne, I've got to give you two points, Joey. You've been outstanding. I reckon you've been the best prop in the whole competition this year. And that's, you know, if you're the best prop and your other props is uh Josh Papaliti, you're going all right. One point, James Fisher Harris, just because he set that tone on the weekend. He was not, he just in attack and defence, he was like folding Paulo and Campbell Gillard and all these blokes. mate. he just he set the tone in, de, in defence, in attack. All three of them were outstanding. It was hard to split. I just had to go down to where they were playing, who they were playing, what sort of position, and what position they were in in those games. I think Penrith are in control most of the game. That's why Fisher Harris got one. You know, the Canberra game went down to the wire, and obviously the um, Cowboys game extra time. So the leaderboard at the moment is, so Tal Malolo will be on 19, clear winner at the moment. Fisher-Harris will be on 16 points. And I'm not sure where Joey Tarpanier is. And I think junior, he's on like... And ju- so, so Junior, junior polo's on, he's James got 16 Fisher points. Harris, and so Fisher-Harris, yeah. Still right? live. Yeah, so, so Fisher-Harris yeah, Harris and Junior Paulo's on 16. Yeah. Tal Malolo just puts himself a bit clear, 19 points. So, you know, um, Campbell Gillard's still on 13. I thought he played all right on the weekend, but... No, they just got handled by Leota and Fisher-Harris.
0: No points for all right. Now on. All right. So this is... I reckon this is going to be my favourite of the betting segments that we've ever done this year for the simple so fact... So we didn't
1: win again? Shut up.
0: You haven't done a bet yet, which means you're about to... i got a to toss Freestyle. really... You're about to freestyle... <laughs> A bet which will oh, yeah. end up having 527 legs and it will be a $50 billion bet. I can just, I feel it in my bones. So we've actually, we've got to, we're over three grand now. Um, it's probably time for people to start. Um, if you're involved with a junior club, um, a junior rugby league club, anywhere in the world, <laughs> anywhere in the yeah. world, because I know we're very big in Romania and they're big Massive. on rugby league, but... If you've got uh, any affiliation with a Junior Rugby League Club, please send in um, a video of why you think you should win. This is our third year of doing it, and we've given away a lot of money, um, which we love doing because it's, 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 do. um, you know, it's great for us to be able to give back. So send in your videos on why your club is special and should win, and we will give you some money, which hopefully will be a bit more than this. But it's three grand at the moment. I'm about to increase it for... Four hundred and twenty dollars by Ooh. eels one to twelve, which I've taught myself out of, and rabbitos one to twelve.
1: All right, let's go. I'm going to back the Raiders one to twelve. Yep, and Ooh. my anytime try scorer will be Josh Papali'i. Yep. Um, Tom Opacic, and my second and my bet will be I'm going to go for the rabbits thirteen plus. Just cause. Um, Alex Johnson with a double. And Damian Cook, anytime try scorer. All right. So there's a chance yeah, that we, that we could won't be fucking able to... Happen. That can happen. It could happen.
0: There's a chance that we might have to put those two bets on separately as $25 each. Because I don't know if they'll let us do. Anyway, i work that Who out. Who knows? Who knows? We'll work out what the things are anyway, and we'll put them up on the. The tabs the Grouse,
1: they, they, they might put it on. They the put anything good. on.
0: Uh, and then the producers gone the Geelong, the Geelong, swans. Wow, it's
1: good. Hey, good luck to the Swannies. How good? Yeah. I didn't know they were that good this year. I saw um, fucking Buddy Franklin uh, about three or four weeks ago, and I saw him down at uh, Fox Sports. I was like, I haven't been following that. I said, "You guys any good this year?" He goes, "Yeah." yeah. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. <laughs> he sort of flayed it down. He said, is a chance? He goes, fucking massive chance. I went, all oh, right, then I might start watching. Anyway, yeah, we're know. in the final four. And they'll fucking towel up Collingwood, I reckon. Is that the final four now? Yeah. Oh, is it Brilliant.
0: the Premier final? When's the final? They started the week off before us. Next weekend. I might be going down to that. So it's a week, of course you are. The week before the rug Isn't that normally on the Saturday before the- No, no,
1: no. They changed it. Oh, they
0: changed it. They changed
1: it. it. It usually was on the Saturday. It was, now, Saturday. was it.
0: To the Saturday. It was Epsom day. Yes, I well, bet the races and people be going. Oh, the yeah, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, and then, then the eels, <laughs> all right, and the Rabbitos. So that's uh, five: Geelong, anyway. Swans,
1: Eels, Rabbits. Fuck, he hasn't put any thought into that. None. Does can we not put not like thirteen try. plus or something? Like, just say on one of them, Geelong thirteen plus. Can we fucking add something on thirteen plus so we can goals? get more money?
0: No, because he's all right. He'll um, suck about it. Then my, the tips. what
1: am I? I'm I'm going to go the Raiders and the Rabbits. Double R. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I'm going uh-huh. Eels, Rabbitohs And then uh, He's
1: going Eels and Sharks Who cares So
0: questions Well we've got a few questions oh, for you fuck I forgot about that So <laughs> Grand final wins aside he only won one What is Willie's favourite semi-final he's played in and why? That's from my favourite Adelaide Ram man Guy Good on you guy
1: Favourite semi-final um, I reckon it was the semi-final to get into the grand final against Penrith at uh, SFS on a Saturday which was fucking brutal um, I think that was harder than the grand final to be honest guys like Ogre and a few guys because Pricey done his MCL in the first fucking five minutes yeah right so I had to move to front row and kill it and then Sonny Bill, I uh, Sonny or Rennie come on so it wasn't that bad of a didn't really fuck us up yeah you know what I mean? Like, I think I think Rennie come into the back row or Sonny come on and I just went to the front row. Yeah. Which, in today's game, I'd be front row, back row. I mean, front row, like, or lock anyway in today's game. So, I didn't yeah. really change the dynamics. Just made everyone lift higher. Um, but it was it was fucking hard. They had, like, Joel Clinton, um, Nullivow, Pulitua, Waterhouse, Martin Lang, Luke Prittis. I had a fucking Good team. side. Yeah. Really big physical team. We had some really good battles from f- 2002, 3, 4. Um, you know, Craig Gower, Preston Campbell, Gerds, um, Luke, Luke Rooney, Lewis. Luke Lewis. Um, so they had a fair side. It was yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. really good side. Um, so it, it went down to the wire. And I always tell Ren, you know, I think he scored in the second half. And we just got all the momentum. But it was like a hand um, a hand wrestle. Arm wrestle. For like 60 minutes It was non-stop Fucking nonstop, No breaks Where you look at the grand final There was a lot of breaks At the start it was sort of st- Because it started pissing down rain And fucking threw the ball off You know what I mean But that yeah. Saturday game was dry It was good football It was just hard nose We were a man down And like um, You know We ended up coming through with it We only, You know we, It was for about 65 minutes And Rennie scored I think it was about 20 to go to, I don't know, Put us about 14 or 16 ahead I'm like Fucking game over I called game called game right then i said you just want to you just I said, when he come off i think and i went on for him i said you just got us in the grand final mm. and he always remembers that so but i i knew i just knew that we had the momentum and all that kind of shit but you know that was that was probably the funnest one because oh. you know you know that you're finally in the grand finals my first grand final yeah first and only
0: first and only one from one 100 percent success rate it's enough, enough. Plenty that would love to have played in one, let alone win it. So farm boy Raver, I think he's a Kiwi actually. Are we witnessing the end of physicality in rugby league and is the game in danger of going down the same path as Union regarding sin bins and sending offs for ridiculous rule interpretations?
1: Yes, yeah. 100%. You can't, you can't think that we're not going down that road. Uh, what used to separate us from AFL and Union was our, you know, you know, I hate to condone it, like like fighting and the more aggressive sort of sport, you know, otherwise you go play fucking union if you didn't want to get hit that hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, like, I don't know, if you didn't want it, the fighting and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I just that's what separates us from that. Now we're pretty much even. Yeah. So uh, it does suck. I don't think, we're trying not to, but we are, we, you know, the melees and all that kind of stuff. You can't fight anymore. And it's just, I mean, it's still a great game to watch. You know, watching games on the weekend like that, which was so aggressive, and like, you know, this, there could have been ways to go to make that game a bit more free flowing.
0: Anton, who is definitely the funniest bloke that does this, he has actually asked a serious question. Oh, I know he hasn't. Willie had the best sterlo mic'd up montage of all time. If you could mic anyone up and hear what they actually sound like while doing their job, who would it be and why? They don't have to do anything to do with footy. Mine would be Bob Catter. Nice one. So, if let's let's start with um, who would be the funniest bloke outside of you, obviously, because you're my hero and you're mm-hmm. the funniest. Who would be the funniest bloke in rugby league if you like that was chatting on the field and was but was funny about it rather than just like.
1: Oh. Craig Gow was pretty funny. Me and Gow used to go at it. Joey was always good. Um, a lot of people used to say a lot of shit back then, but it was all <laughs> but it was funny. Yeah. Corey Hughes is funny, the way he used to say stuff. Um, a, lot, a lot of characters back then, man. He used to talk a lot of shit, but funny stuff. I remember just being at four, at, at like scrums, just pissing myself laughing because someone would be like, would or something. I'd be saying something, we'd be both talking, and it'd be like, fucking, it'd be pretty funny. Um, but what do you said, He doesn't have to play sport. Yeah, he could say be anything. anyone. Anyone. i would I fucking...
0: I should have done. I should have said this before because, do you know what, Anton? We're going like to actually. Barack Obama. We're going to think about
1: We're going <laughs> to think about Trump. that. I would, I would, Trump. I would yeah, I'd mic up Donald Trump. Oh, I'd love to have a mic. <laughs> Donald Maybe Trump. Maybe have a conversation with that idiot oh. off camera and it was just one-on-one with the boys and just he didn't even know. Just grab her. He goes straight, her. And I think he's been done before for yeah. what he's going to fucking say.
0: I think that'd be a good one. Actually, so, I'm going to have Trump, a think too. The Trump. The Donald. All right. Well, that concludes episode number twenty-five. We're at finals. We're deep finals. We'll do Twitter games this week. Yeah, we're on and off Twitter, aren't we? I'm back on Twitter. I like it again. It's a cesspit.
1: I just keep. It's hard to tweet and watch it live because I want to watch. Because most of the time, just say when I'm when I'm watching and I'm seeing people at home. When I tweet, most of the time, sometimes I can't tweet because I'm not watching it live.
0: Yeah, that's I right. So I watch it so I
1: can re- uh, rewind it and all that kind of stuff. So I hate fucking ads, all that sort of shit. So like, But now I want to watch it live. So it's hard to fucking tweet and watch live footy. It is hard.
0: My With my social life at the moment, I need games to be on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Same. <So laughs> get off the drink. Uh, all right, rate and review. Masonstake.com. See you all next week.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: They'll be following Willie more and more. He's i on in the NRL. There's Willie Mason. have forgotten how big Willie oh! actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm
1: a 25-minute man. What? Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut <laughs> right hand by big Willie. Too fancy for you! You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network.